Welcome to All Truth, No Cap, a podcast for teenagers. If you would, please follow and leave some feedback. And as always, if you do have a question or a topic that you'd like to hear, shoot it my way, whether by Instagram, at BenMorseyYP, on Facebook, or by text message or even email. Uh, Email address is ben.morsey at lbctheodore.com. And uh, shoot me any questions that you may have. Shoot me any uh, topics that you'd like to hear, and I'll I'll address them, try to address them with a full episode. If not, at least give them a, a few minutes and I try to answer any questions that you may have. We're going to start a two-part series uh, this evening and uh, going to look at uh, one thought and uh, then kind of a reverse of that thought uh, as well. And I'm going to do two back-to-back here um, to make up for the missed episodes in the past. And after today, uh, we'll be completely on track with where we need to be. The idea we're going to look at today is under the influence. And uh, we did a series on this, so probably two, three years ago on our, in our Wednesday night teen service. And, uh, but we're going to look at uh, the idea of being under uh, the influence. And you'll understand what I mean as we get into this here. Obviously, when it comes to uh, under the influence, the first thing our minds go to is uh, a lot of times maybe alcohol. And uh, we talk about the fact that uh, somebody who has uh, maybe got a DUI or driving under the influence and that alcohol, uh, alcohol will alter your speech and uh, your speech becomes slurred and uh, begin to say things that you might not normally say or um, what you're saying doesn't make sense. Um, alcohol will also alter your actions and uh, it'll alter the way you won't be able to walk uh, straight. You won't be able to, to function. Uh, your, your limbs are a lot looser. We, uh, your inhibitions are reduced. And uh, you begin doing and acting in a way uh, that you wouldn't normally do things or normally act. And uh, all because you're under the influence of, in this case, of that alcohol. Going to take that concept then and kind of look at the society that we live in today. As I've said before, the whole point in this podcast is to to help you all navigate the world that you're in. And so, going to look at that really uh, as as a general thought uh, from that base here. Being under the influence, obviously, we looked at alcohol, but in our own lives, uh, affects the things we do, the things we say. And I'm not saying anybody that's listening is an alcoholic, and I'm not in any way, honestly, I just use that as a reference point. But if you have your Bible, go to Proverbs chapter 13, verse 20. We're going to use this kind of as a jumping point to look at a, a few other verses tonight. But uh, Proverbs chapter 13, verse 20, the Bible says, He that walketh with wise men shall be wise, but a companion of fools shall be destroyed. You know, it's an interesting thing that as you go through your life, you are a product of your influences. You know, there's a, um, I forget which scientific law it is. I I think it's geometric law, actually, Uh, but uh, that the uh, whole is the sum of all its parts. In other words, uh, if I take, if it's made up of A, B, and C, if I add A plus B plus C, it equals my line of A, C, or A, B, C. You are a direct product of the influences that you've allowed into your life. Uh, you don't have, uh, you have control over what influences you, but you don't have control over the amount of influence that it has. Uh, the more you time you spend with something, the more like that thing or more like that person you will become. And uh, in some cases, we think in our lives, well, oh, that's a good thing. It's not, in most cases, it's not a very good thing, especially in today's day and age. You know, you, if you're on Instagram at all, 
and you follow certain people, uh, certain people have a little blue check mark next to their name. And uh, that simply means that they're considered an influencer. And I'm not sure the exact uh, percentages, the exact numbers that uh, allow them to be considered an influencer. Uh, but they are somebody that uh, Instagram or, or the world would say, you know what, they are somebody that's influencing society. And in your own life as a Christian, you have to be very, very careful of the things that you allow to influence you. You know, uh, really, the the uh, main source or, or the main uh, symptom finder, if you will, uh, of influence is your heart. Uh, in Proverbs, Solomon says, keep thy heart with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life. You know, you think uh, maybe the way you talk, the way you act, the way you dress, uh, the people you hang around, the things you chase, the things you pursue, all are an indication of the things that you've allowed to influence you. Um, I'm 38 years old, and uh, I've had a lot of influences in my life to this point. And uh, we could sit here and list uh, maybe the top five people that have influenced my life the most, and uh, maybe the top five things and uh, certain aspects of my life uh, mo a lot of people don't know. Um, certain parts everybody knows simply because of the position that I'm in. But, you know, thinking about it just in regards to it, you know, I'm, uh, I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Um, now, whether you like that or not, you know, just keep listening and you can look past that. But I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. I've grown up loving the Pittsburgh Steelers. I've not lived in Pittsburgh ever. Now, we'd go to my grandma's house, uh, my mom's mom, uh, every Christmas and usually in the summer. And I developed a love for the Steelers because of the influence of my mom and the influence of uh, my uncles because that's where they grew up and that influence just fell to me. You know, in, our, in your life, you're being influenced all the time. It's not a matter of influenced or not. It's just a matter of the right influences. And that's what you have to be ever so careful of. And so, like I said, Solomon says, guard or keep thy heart or guard thy heart with all diligence. Why? Because out of it are the issues of life. Well, how, how is that heart influenced? I'm trying to keep my heart. Well, what does that mean? Well, the only two ways that your heart can be influenced is through your eyes and through your ears. It's the only ways. Um, the Bible talks about, or we shouldn't say, uh, we sing the little kid song, oh, be careful little eyes what you see, or oh, be careful little ears what you hear. Why? Because eventually the things that have influenced me are going to come out. You struggle with wrong speech. You struggle with talking about the wrong things or uh, doing the wrong things. It's a matter of what you've put into your heart. Now, once again, I'm not saying you're going to be perfect. But what you allow in is eventually going to come out because of its influence on you. Back to the example of alcohol. You know, the things I say, the things I do are directly affected by the influence that I've allowed into my life. Proverbs 9.4 and Proverbs 9.16 give a very interesting uh, thought here. Proverbs 9.4, we find a, a woman, well, the example is a woman. Uh, she makes a statement there. She says, who is simple? Let him turn in hither. As for him that wanteth understanding, she saith to him. In other words, she gives this statement here, and you understand where I'm going with it right now, actually. Proverbs 9.16, then we find what the Bible calls a strange woman. And she says, Whoso is simple, let him turn in hither. And as for him that wanteth understanding, she saith to him the very exact same words. Now I say that to help you understand that the world and God or Christ, they are vying or fighting or uh, attempting to influence you. You determine 
who's going to influence you the more or influence you the most. And unfortunately, a lot of times we allow uh, we allow the devil to win that. We allow the devil to come out victorious, not because we stand up and say, you know what, I want the devil to win. But when we choose to, to follow the things of the world and we choose to pursue the things of the world, we can't help but have that influence us. Because like I said, you will become what you hang around. You've heard the statement before, he that lies down with dogs will get up with fleas. Nobody says, I want fleas. But if you sit down and or you sit down and you're petting a dog maybe that has fleas or, or you're around uh, down, well, down here you have a lot of times those sand fleas that uh, kind of just live and uh, you pick them up here and there. But uh, you get those fleas because you're in that place or you're with that dog or whatever the case may be. That's what happens. Back in the old days, back in the old days, back when I was a kid, um, they used to have uh, smoking sections and non-smoking sections in restaurants. And uh, the the idea was, well, if you don't want to, if you don't want secondhand smoke, you sit in this section over here, and we're going to keep the smoke over there. Well, it doesn't happen that way. And even then, you come out of the restaurant, you sat in the non-smoking section the whole time, but you come out of the restaurant, and you smell like smoke. Why? Because that smoke had permeated the air and had affected the way your clothing smelled. And of what you have to understand is, the the longer you allow bad influences in the more like that bad influence you're going to become. You're going to say things and do things that you wouldn't normally say or do, but it's simply because of that influence. Now, I'm not taking away from the fact that you make your own decisions. I'm not saying, well, blame the influence. No, 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 because you choose what influences you. Your ear, your uh, AirPods or your earbuds and uh, your playlist on your phone or uh, whatever you listen to music on, Your uh, the things you look at. If you were to scroll through your search history or scroll through your Instagram uh, searches or scroll through your Snapchat or scroll scroll through uh, your Discord, scroll through whatever whatever social media you have and see what you've been looking at. Scroll through your, your Google history and see what you've been looking at. Why? Because that's affecting you, affecting uh, the things you do, the things you say. In Lamentations 5, uh, I'm sorry, 351, uh, the Bible makes a statement that said, my eye, Jeremiah talking here, mine eye affecteth mine heart. Because of all the daughters of my city. Now he's talking about um, the idea of uh, of seeing the seeing Jerusalem destroyed and lamentations. Obviously, he's weeping for Jerusalem, but he makes a distinct comparison that his eye, or what he saw, was affecting his heart. You know, you think uh, different things. You know, they they have the commercials uh, for the ASPCA in the arms of the angels. Okay, and they show all you know the dogs you know chained up and the snow's falling outside, or it's got one eye, or it's missing a leg, or whatever the case may be. Why do they show dogs like that? They show dogs like that because what you're seeing, they're hoping it's going to affect your heart, and in turn, then you'll funnel money or give money to the ASPCA. That's the whole goal. And the sooner we realize that, as I said earlier, that Christ is fighting for our heart at the same time the devil and the world are fighting for our heart and we realize that we're in that battle, I think we would take a lot more seriously the uh, influences that we allow into our heart and into our lives. Three uh, people I put down are just, and I've mentioned these before in, in sermons and things. Uh, the Bible says with Eve, uh, in Genesis 3, verse 6, the Bible says, When the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof. She saw it. Now, to be fair, she put herself in a position where she was near that tree. You know, the Bible doesn't say that they weren't supposed to be near it. The Bible says God put it in the middle of the garden and just told them don't, or, uh, don't take of the fruit. He told Adam that. 
Eve comes along, and I imagine she was obviously standing right near the tree, whether she was wondering, uh, I wonder what it tastes like, or whatever the case may be. She began to look. She began to, honestly, she began to lust after that fruit. It became something that uh, she began to desire, and, and uh, Satan took advantage of that. So Satan showed up and began to tempt her, and the Bible says that she took of that fruit. She saw it, she took. Joshua chapter 7, verse 21, we find the story of Achan. Achan says, when I saw among the spoils, he explains what he saw a little bit later in the verse, and took them. He saw and he took. David, we find the exact same thing with David. The Bible says in chapter uh, 2 Samuel 11, verse 2, the Bible says, and it came to pass in an evening tide that David arose from his bed, walked upon the roof of the king's house, and from the roof he saw a woman watching herself, and the woman was very beautiful to look upon. Very next verse, the Bible says that he inquired after her, and he took. In other words, once again, trying to get you to understand, what you see affects what you do. What you allow to influence you affects the different actions that you do. It affects your speech. Job, uh, in Job 31.1, the Bible says, I made a covenant with mine eyes. Why then should I think upon a maid? You know, it's interesting the way he words that. First of all, he made a covenant with his eyes. You know, your eyes are simply the window uh, to your mind or the window to your soul, if you will. And uh, your eyes, as you look at different things and you see different things, different things will have an effect. You know, I can think back to, to different aspects in my life. I remember seeing different things. And as a senior in uh, high school, uh, was when 9-11 happened. And, and I distinctly remember seeing, sitting there as we watched, or uh, sitting in uh, Mrs. Loudenslager's uh, science room and watching as that second plane hit the tower. Uh, that's something that's forever burned into my mind. Where did it come from? My eyes. But then he says, why should I think upon a maid? He made the transition now from seeing to the effect it would have on his mind. And we're not going to spend, I'm not going to spend an entire episode, at least at this point, on the idea of pornography for guys and girls. But ultimately, that's, I mean, the direction Job's going here. He said, I made a covenant with my eyes. I'm not going to, I'm not going to allow things into my eyes. Why? Because it will affect the way I think. It'll affect my mind. And so we see with uh, three, or three, technically four characters there, uh, with Eve and with Achan and with David and now with Job, a distinct comparison to the things that I see affecting me. In other words, being very careful of being under the influence. Now, in your day and age, and once again, this is trying to help you navigate the world you live in, be very, very careful about your phone or with your phone. You know, that phone can get you in a world of trouble. And I'm not here, I'm not here to talk about, I hate phones. And, uh, you know, my, my opinion on phones is my opinion. And uh, we all have opinions. Their opinions are like armpits. Most people have them, but in most cases, they stink. I'm just being honest with you. But ultimately, if I can say in an, a counseling way, in an advising way, from a youth pastor standpoint, be very, very, very careful with those phones. You know, there's nothing biblically wrong with fire, okay? You can, we all, we've been at bonfires, things like that. I would recommend not playing with fire. Now, can I command you not to play with fire? No, that's your decision. But the likelihood of burning yourself if you play with fire is much higher than if you just stayed away from the fire in the first place. And it's the same way with the phone. Be very, very careful. Be very, very careful about being alone with your phone or being by yourself with your phone. I've told you before, take the initiative. Charge your phone in your mom and dad's room. Charge your phone in a public place. Make a covenant as Job did with his eyes and just say, look, mom, dad, uh, every day when I come home from school, every day at the end of the day, I want to sit down, go through my search history, go through everything. Why? Because it helps to hold you accountable. In your mind, are you worth it? Is your future worth 
making yourself accountable. Well, I can handle it. You're not going to be the exception. Phones have taken down far greater Christians than you'll ever be. You got to be very, very, very careful. So we see, once again, those three uh, that saw and they were influenced. Proverbs 7.21, we find another verse, um, and this is uh, dealing with the ears now. Proverbs 7.21, uh, this is the story of the strange woman and the simple one. Uh, but it says, with her, with her much fair speech, she caused him to yield. With the flattering of her lips, she forced him. Two different references to, to speech there. The first one, fair speech, and then with the flattering of her lips. In other words, the, the things that she said influenced the decision that he made. And unfortunately, in our lives, we, we listen to the wrong things. Maybe whether, once again, whether it be friends and other things that friends have to say, friends who, who may not have the right influences, friends who are not being the right influence on us, but also the things that we listen to outside of that, movies and videos and uh, maybe even Snapchats, Instagram, TikTok, uh, or even the music we listen to. What it does it is, is it alters the way we think. Now, we don't want to admit that. It's, it's a difficult thing for us to admit, you know what, well, uh, this is changing the way I think, or it's not changing, I, I'm the exception, it's not going to happen this way, I'm in control of it, but you're not. The, it's going to, it will destroy you, it will destroy the way you think, it'll destroy the way you, you talk, the way you act. Why? Because that influence is going to affect everything you say and everything you do. That's why we read that first, keep thy heart with all diligence. Why? Out of it are the issues of life. Everything you do, everything you say comes from your heart. How is your heart influenced? Your heart is influenced by the things you see and the things that you say. So back to the original example that I used in regards to alcohol. We saw that alcohol altered speech and it altered our actions and it also reduced our inhibitions. All that happened because a person was under the influence of alcohol. You too are under the influence. Now, nobody, regardless of how old, nobody's beyond uh, God's mercy and God's grace. We can change the things that we allow to influence us. Now, depending on how far we are, it may get, it may get difficult. You know, music, I've told you before, music, I, have, I love music. Music has a heavy, heavy pull on me. It may, some people don't care about music. My wife's not really a music person. Um, so in, in turn, that was never really a temptation with her, uh, never was really a, a battle for her. But in turn, for me, it was. And understanding, you know what, if we, take, if we step, take a step back and we take an honest look and say, you know what, what am, what am I becoming? Not what do I want to become, what am I becoming, okay? Am I, uh, is my relationship with my mom and dad the way it should be? Am I uh, accomplishing the purposes that Christ has for me? Am I pleasing to my pastor? Am I pleasing to Christ? Am I pleasing to my parents? If all those are out of whack, it shows a further, or those are all symptoms, I'm sorry, of a deeper problem. Because once again, out of the abundance of my heart, my mouth speaks. So if those are my symptoms or my, my actions and my words, those are my symptoms, that means somewhere I'm being influenced wrong or for wrong. I'm being influenced incorrectly. And I must adjust the influences. Nobody, and here's the thing, and I'll be honest with you, as a teenager, parents will do all they can to help control the influences in your life. But you and I both know there are ways around that. 
And unfortunately, some of us pursue those things and we know that there are friends that maybe parents wouldn't approve of. And uh, I don't understand why it doesn't matter. Your parents are there to look out for you. And what you have to understand is, you know what? They are trying to guide the influences because those influences are going to influence my heart. And from that heart, my mouth is going to speak and my, uh, uh, my actions are going to happen. And you have to make the choice to determine the influences before the actions or the words ever happen. So like I said, just one more time in, in, in uh, review for it, the, in regards to alcoholism, you know, it altered speech, action, and reduced your inhibitions. What about your speech? Is it altered? What about your actions? Are those altered? Your inhibitions? Are those getting weaker? Are they getting stronger? It's all a result of what's influencing you. You're simply a combination of all the things that you've allowed to influence you. What is influence you? What are you under the influence of? Are you under the influence of Christ and his word? Or are you under the influence of the world and social media and this influencer and that influ influencer and, and your music playlist? What are you under the influence of? Well, I hope it's been a help to you all. And like I said, we're going to have a follow-up uh, today as well in regards to uh, the kind of influence that we're being. And uh, the, as Christians, we're supposed to have a strong influence on the world that we're in. And uh, we're going to look at that, uh, like I said, in our next episode. But uh, if you do have any questions, if you do have any topics that you'd like to hear about, shoot it my way. I'll be happy to... to check it out in God's Word and uh, bring it as a podcast or even a little excerpt in a podcast. Uh, once again, the goal being to help you, the goal helping you to become the, the man or the woman that God wants you to be. But until then, we'll see you all next time.